Welcome to M Gallery Collection, a podcast where you'll discover the unique living stories of our hotels. During your stay, you will be entering a whole new world, unlike anything you've ever seen before. So sit back, relax, and let us take you there. Welcome to the Porterhouse Hotel, Sydney, M Gallery Collection. Castleway Street in Sydney, Australia, lies the second oldest building in the city, constructed from sandstone bricks. This is the Porterhouse Hotel, a heritage-listed building with an intriguing story. This 147-year-old structure has served many purposes for Sydney residents over the years and remains a relic of Victorian-era architecture and style to this day. But the building has changed a lot over time, so before stepping into the hotel today, let's step into its past. The neighbourhood that now houses the Porterhouse was originally part of the traditional lands of the Gadigal people of the Eura Nation, who lived, hunted and fished in the lands and waterways of Sydney for thousands of years. When the first British fleets arrived, settlements were erected here from 1788. The buildings were constructed in the Victorian style and made from sandstone, an abundant local resource. The Porterhouse was one of the first buildings to be erected on Castleway Street and its story begins in 1841, when the industrial era had just begun to transform the city of Sydney. In one of the hotel's many historical displays, you'll find a leather shoe in the Oxford style. It is a relic of the site's very first owners, the Strettles family. Thomas, the head of the family, was a shoemaker by trade, who invested in the site and turned it into a dairy and iron factory. Thanks to him, the building would be forever linked to the industrial development of the city. But in 1839, one man arrived in Sydney's main port that would change the course of the porterhouse forever. A prominent businessman by the name of Hugh Dixon. He opened a tobacco shop on nearby George Street and established the largest enterprise of its kind in Australia, the Dixon Tobacco Company. The Dixon family business was thriving, so he purchased the Porterhouse property in 1875. As the business expanded, so did the Porterhouse. Dixon quickly hired the prominent Sydney architect, John Frederick Hilly, to oversee the construction of four additional stories Thanks to his additions, the building was soon described in Sydney newspapers as an additional ornament to our rising metropolis. The Dixon's mark on the building and the community would go much further than that. In addition to Hugh Dixon's role in the growing tobacco business, his wife, Emma Dixon, was a philanthropist who contributed to Sydney's growth by donating to religious and civic causes throughout her life. The Dixon's nephew, Robert Dennison, 
also shared their passion for philanthropy, funding the expeditions of Sir Douglas Mawson to the Antarctic. Mawson was recognised as the first person to discover gold in the region and planted the flag for the Australian Territory on the continent. The landing place was even renamed Cape Denison in his honour. But philanthropy and tobacco are just the beginning of the Porterhouse story. As a symbol of changing times, it would soon experience another transformation when leather started to become a huge export for New South Wales. By 1891, Dixon needed more space for his factory and had to leave the porterhouse behind. But he left it in good hands. The new owners, George Johnson and Sons, would transform it into a prosperous leather factory. After an unexpected fire in 1908, Johnson and Sons added a fifth floor and a three-storey extension onto 203 Castlereagh Street. Then in 1958, the biggest change happened. The company moved and sold the factory to its namesake, a leather grindery business named Porter and Company. They renamed it the Porter House. These two companies' contributions are felt in the building's interiors, where traces of the leather that characterise these businesses are everywhere in the hotel today. Design details from room headboards, closet panels, and even restaurant seatings carry the signature material from the era, and the interior sidewalls are cement-rendered with remnants of the surviving painted advertisements for George Johnson & Sons. Which brings us to today. Thanks to its thoughtful preservation and renovation as a hotel, the aesthetic of the porterhouse in the 21st century is luxury meets historical. The porterhouse hotel structure is divided into two distinct sections, the historic building which houses the restaurant and bar and the modern hotel which consists of 10 floors below the so-called castle residence. Luxury apartments which retain the defining arches of the original porterhouse building. Touching the exposed brick of the original building, you'll feel the history in the walls as you immerse yourself into its past. As you step into its hallowed halls, you'll encounter an array of century-old artefacts displayed in its corridors on every level, from shoes and ceramics to plates and stoneware jars belonging to the many owners and workers that created the story of this place. For over a hundred years, the Porterhouse building has represented Sydney's industrial development, and this heritage stands strong in every brick and beam supporting its arches. So... As you step back out onto Castlereagh Street, don't forget the many people who have left their mark on the Porterhouse Hotel. In this historical richness, your story will begin.
Thank you for listening to M Gallery Collection Podcast. Explore more of our boutique hotel stories on your favourite podcast 